This is the You Can Man Podcast, Episode 1. I'm Josh. I'm Tim. And I'm Dave. Hey guys, welcome to our Episode 1. On this episode, we want to give you guys an opportunity to get to know us a little bit. And our main topic for today is do-it-yourself pest control. I've been doing that for years now, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a rundown of what I do, how often I do it, and uh, just give you some encouragement that you can totally do that yourself and save a ton of money. So uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask Dave a few questions, and he'll let us know a little bit about himself. Dave, we're going to kick it off with you. Question one, where do you work? I work for a, uh, a structural engineering company in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we design buildings, and yeah, I've been doing that for about 10 years. Nice. Are you married? I am married. Um, been married for, gosh, what is it? You should know this. I should well, you know should I gotta do the. I got to do, I gotta do the <laughs> math. It'll be six years. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, we got to redo that, obviously. <laughs> no, we don't. We're rolling with this. <laughs> Uh, so it's 2018. We got married in 11, so it'll be seven. Uh, no, it's 19 now, isn't it? Yeah. Man. Okay. So, so that'll like be eight years. years. That'll seven, be eight, eight years. Okay. Eight years this year. So yeah, I've been married eight years. Maggie, he does love you. I he do, really Maggie. Does. Love you so much. Uh, just had a baby, so we have a three year old and a a three month old. So things are pretty hectic right now. Yeah. All right. On a scale of one to ten, how DIY do you feel you are? And that's tough. I don't know. Maybe like a seven. Okay, is it more car stuff or more house stuff? It's more house stuff. It's a little bit of both, but I don't know, probably more house stuff. My cars tend to run like a top. Gotcha. All right, that's good for Dave. Um, just to let you guys know that we, we've all known each other seriously since high school. So Josh and I have actually known each other since middle school, but we, we've all known each other since high school. Um, all right, so next, Josh, first question Where do you work? What do you do? Yeah, so my day job is um, I work for a cybersecurity company in Atlanta. Uh, I'm an analyst there. So I fly. Sounds really exciting. Yeah, I fly a cubicle (laughs) and work in Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, so that's that's what I do with my days. Josh is freaking amazing at Excel. Um, Are you married? I am married. I am. We will be celebrating our 10th year uh, anniversary. See, you had time to yeah, prepare thank, yourself thank you and do the math. Ahead the softball. Of <laughs> um, yeah, got two boys out of this uh, marriage, and we they're three and one, almost four and two. And, yeah, that's it. All right, so what, on a scale of one to ten, how DIY are you? If Dave's a seven, I'm above that. Um, so, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I, I could see I'd that. say seven wow. and a half to eight. Um but you know, yours is more. Yours is opinion. more house stuff. Definitely more house. Um, I don't have a huge interest in working on cars that much. I um, did. I did your brakes actually for you. Yeah. What time. I do is that I, seven and a half or yeah. eight and a half is going down to like a seven or six now. I well, think. no. What I what I do is I buy um, reliable old Lexuses and never have to do anything. That thing to is them. nice. It's an old man car. It's yeah. like a two thousand what? Oh three. Oh three, you get in that thing and you're like, man, this is nice. And the tent, yeah. the tent is cherry on it. Yeah. So no, no maintenance. Um, just put new oil in it and get my neighbor to change the brakes. 
<laughs> the neighbor being Tim. Actually, I did the one before. You you did the last one because I remember watching you do the last Could one. So jo- sorry, I could change breaks. Back you watched them like you watched them through the windows. You can go help them. <laughs> uh, no, I actually did go over there. It was kind of the over the shoulder. Just oh, good, good job. Yeah. No, you, no, you're doing that wrong. But it uh, doesn't sound like you. Yeah, Josh and I are actually across the street neighbors, and then Dave lives all but. I don't know, three, it's like a mile, three miles. Yeah, I'll say like three miles away. Anyways, but uh, yeah, we're all good friends. Um, yeah, I guess that's it for you, Josh. Do you want to ask me the questions? Or? Yeah, I guess that would be fair. Um, so, Tim, uh, what do you what do you do for gainful employment? Yeah, so I am a photographer. I've been shooting professionally for about twelve years now. I guess going on thirteen. I've mostly shot weddings for most of my career, but in the past two and a half years, kind of switched over to more of the corporate commercial work. So, yeah, corporate events, headshots, and that sort of thing. Yeah, and then I also uh, started You Can Man. Um, That's not really a job job, but I'm the one that started it at the beginning of last year. So I guess that was the beginning of 2018. Yeah, so that's a little bit about what I do. Cool. Um, tell us a little bit about your family. Yes, married. I've been married the longest out of these jokers here. Uh, we celebrated our 15th wedding anniversary this past July, and we got married young. Uh, I've got three great kids, a boy and two girls. Yeah. All right, cool. And you're DIY. It's mostly cars, Scale right? Scale on well, the 10. yeah. I would say Tim's got a lot of range. I'm going to say I'm an eight because there there are some things that I still hire out things that I feel like I, I, I could do, but someone else like a friend of mine that's in the that's in that trade is going to do a way better job and he's going to do it three times faster. Um, so sometimes I do uh, hire things out, but for the most part, I would say I'm a solid eight. I have that thought like mid every. DIY job that I do that uh, Should I, I wish I wish I hired. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the headache sometimes. But yeah. then when you're done, you know, so what kind of stuff? What kind of stuff do you not like doing yourself? Um, painting. Uh, my wife does all the painting pretty much in the house. So if she doesn't want to do it, then we're definitely hiring that out. And, and a lot of people are like, "Really, you hire painting out?" But totally. um, so that is something we have hired out before. Um, you know, I we had our entire house rewired when we bought it. Um, like 10 years ago, I didn't do that. So that was something major that we hired out. Big drywall work. Yeah. Oh, drywall. Yeah. I really, really do not like doing drywall. So I will, (laughs) I will hire that out for sure. Yeah. So solid eight on the DIY scale, I would say I do tons of car work. Now car work is one thing that I do not hire out. I've gone, I've taken my car to a mechanic once in probably the past, I don't, I mean, seriously, 12, 15, I don't know. That's just stubbornness. Eh, I don't know. (laughs) Even oil changes. I can't, I can't bring myself to. Yeah. You've given me a hard time about doing, not doing my own oil You got to do your own oil. You just got to. So I have an old Bronco that me and a a good buddy, uh, we completely restored uh, back in like 2007, did like a frame off restoration of that. And so that was probably the largest, you know, the most in depth, um, car wise DIY thing I've done. But anyway, so that's, that's me. So yeah, as we go along with this podcast, we'll try to, you know, 
fill you guys in a little bit more about ourselves, but that hopefully gives you a little bit of a base knowledge about who we are, what we do, our families, and that sort of thing. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the topic for today. Do-it-yourself pest control. So I've been doing pest control on my house. Um, I think I fired my guy probably a good solid seven years ago and have been doing it myself ever since. Um, I did keep termite protection for a couple years after I fired the pest control guy, but now I even do that myself as well, the termite protection. So So why do you feel like you want to do that yourself? Okay, so once I found out that I could get my hands on the same chemicals, pesticides, that the pro guys use, and I could buy this stuff on Amazon, it's like, why am I not doing this? So really, you need a pump sprayer, you buy this stuff on Amazon, and I could totally do it myself. I'd watch the, the uh, pest control guy, you know, come to my house and, you know, walk around my house for 20 minutes and spraying some stuff. I'm like, you know, I could totally do that. Um, also should say I had a, my brother, one of my brothers was in the industry for a while. And so he's the one that told me initially, this is kind of what you need to get and that, that sort of thing. And this is totally, totally legal for the average person to get. Absolutely legal. So I've been told that it is completely legal to spray your own property. At least in our state. Yeah. So you always want to check your local laws and regulations. Um, but like I said, you can you can buy this stuff on Amazon. So it's not, it can't be crazy. I don't know. I, there are there are some regulations that I've heard from a friend of mine that's in the pest control industry about one particular chemical that I that I use, and he said, "Yeah, we can only spray this, you know, certain uh, a certain number of times at a certain property throughout a given year." So I don't even know the the numbers on that. But anyways, you not can, a highly controlled substance. Yeah, you can spray this stuff at at your house. Um, so I'm not going to go quite in depth as far as the exact. Uh, chemicals that I use because I have a uh, write-up on my website. Just go to youcanman.com slash pest. I'll go ahead and do a uh, do an easy link to it so you can find it easy enough. Uh, if, if that doesn't work for some reason, just scroll down. It's a couple posts down now right now. Or you could just uh, search for pest control on the website. Anyways, um, I go into all of the chemicals that you need to have and like how often and in application application method and that, and that sort of thing. But this is, I would say of, of all the things that are easy DIY projects that you can do at your house. And the biggest bang for your buck is definitely uh, do it yourself pest control. And I know Dave, I think, ran some numbers on when he switched over. I did. I'm, a, I'm an engineer, so I have to run the numbers, obviously. Um, I don't remember what I was paying, you know, a big national brand, but I feel like it was it was around $50 a treatment, something like that, maybe a little bit more. But the numbers that I came up with, it's like $6 a treatment for if you're doing it yourself. And it's, it's and I don't know just, if Tim... Just the outside? It's, or? it's the outside and the inside. Um, okay. I didn't treat for termites. Um, I'm just kind of rolling the dice on that one, but, uh, anyway, yeah, about six bucks. It's really cheap. It's, it's very, very easy to do. Super easy. Well, if you're using the same outside chemical that I use, which the brand name is Taurus SC, again, this is on my uh, blog post, but if you're using that, that is basically generic Termidor, which is what the pro companies use Mm. for termite protection. So you actually are, in fact, if you're using that on the outside, 
that will that's what they use for termites. So well, it's worked better than when I had a professional, you know, guy come in. So uh, it's been great, great, save money, um, save time. I don't have to, you know. And what do you leave think you were? And, what do you think you were paying the pest control guy? Uh, I think, like I said, it was like fifty fifty dollars a treatment, something like that. So I mean, you're right, saving. Like it's not huge quarterly. money. Yeah, it's quarterly. I mean, you're not, you know, you're not going to get rich off the savings, but you are saving some money, and uh, it's it's really easy to do. Right. And um, Josh, since he lives across the street, I actually do his for him. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I do your breaks. I Not do your for money. <laughs> Josh doesn't need to be on this DIY podcast. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense for Josh to buy all this stuff when we're right across the street from each other. So whenever I go to mix up a big, uh, I've got like this backpack sprayer. So I'll mix up, you know, like three three gallons of this stuff. And then when I'm doing my house, I'll just walk over to uh, Josh's and do his. But uh, one thing I was going to mention, too, you know, a lot of people do get freaked out about spraying chemicals inside their house. I've actually got to the point now where I, I've done a pretty decent job of spraying the outside of my house um, that I don't really have to spray inside. So I, don't, I think the last time I probably sprayed inside my house was probably a good solid year ago. And I'll, I'll do the outside quarterly. And ever since I've done that, I, I don't have bugs in the house. And so so if you're worried about chemicals inside the house, you can totally just spray outside. And uh, once you kind of get that, get that routine going, you shouldn't have a problem inside if you do a good job on the outside. Yeah, and I'll, I'll speak to that. Tim, like you said, will spray my house. Um, and... We do not have bugs in the house. We The only bugs we have found have been dead on the inside. Um, we do get stink bugs. I don't know if that's their official name. Those um, things are supposed to be like nuke-proof, yeah, I, I think. I've heard an entomologist actually say they're more resilient than cockroaches. That's what he. That's the example he uses for a nuclear blast. Um, the insect that will survive will be a, a stink bug. So, yeah, they're super resilient, and those are seasonal or whatever. But other than that, no spiders. Any any insect we've seen has you've been had dead spiders. On the inside. I, I know you've had spiders on your front entry area outside, mm-hmm. right? But last time I sprayed, I blasted that area. <laughs> Have you noticed any? <laughs> Haven't anymore? noticed. It's been cold, but I, I mean, I, I sprayed a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. to your point, Josh, that's the, kind of the reason that I got rid of uh, my my um, exterminator was, you know, they were coming out. I was paying fifty dollars a treatment, and it wasn't doing anything. I mean. It, it got a little bit better when they would come out, but still had a lot of bugs. So I started spraying. I don't know if I was just spraying more liberally or not, but uh, after I did it, zero bugs. They were gone. Well, like it worked with, better. Like with most things, you're going to be a little more diligent on right. your own property. And so. It's an old house. So, you know, we, we had issues before, but do it yourself takes care of it. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, just to wrap that up. Uh, do-it-yourself pest control, totally something you can do yourself. It is not difficult at all. I've got a great post on youcanman.com slash pest. should be able to go there and find it right away. Um, and I'll tell you all the exact chemicals to buy and the sprayers to buy. Super easy. It is going to be you know an initial upfront investment. But this stuff, like you buy, you buy in you know, you can buy a huge, like almost one gallon size of some of this stuff. And it will literally last you five years. I mean, I think that I've had one, of course I, I do spray other, I guess I spray Josh's house and stuff too. So maybe I go through it a little bit quicker. Um, 
but it will definitely like on average size house. This is going to last you years um, when you do, when you when you buy this. So, so an, another thing we we like to do on the podcast is we're going to talk about either a project that one of us is working on, or a, maybe it's just a funny story that happened during the week or something. But Dave said he had some sort of story about car related that uh, he wanted to share with us. Right. So I was driving home from work today, and I don't know what kind of car it was. I pride myself on knowing essentially every car on the road, but this was an old car. I didn't know what it was. It looked like it might have been an Impala or something, but anyway, not the point of the story. I'm sitting at this light, and there's this cool car uh, in front of me, and I noticed the license plate, right? Um, I didn't recognize... Like a vanity license plate? It wasn't a vanity license plate. I thought he was from out of town. I was like, man, this guy drove that old car, like across state lines that's bold because i've done that it doesn't go well um but anyway i look at the tag it's a georgia plate so we live in georgia it's a georgia plate but it looks like it was almost a period correct license plate which i didn't recognize so when i was a kid my dad had an old car 72 1972 442 cutlass um and when it was 25 years old he got the antique license plate Mm -hmm. right so it has like the antique car on it but when I saw this license plate, I was like, that looks, it looks like a period, like an old license plate. Yeah, you can do that. It was, it was super cool. Like I'd never seen that before. I didn't know if that was a thing now. It's way better than like the, you know, the antique license plate of yesterday. They do had they like allow that? the model yes. A. I've seen that before because I think if as you, long as you have a current registration sticker, I, I guess, I think at least in the state of Georgia, cause that's where I've seen well, it. Well, it's the way to go because. Anybody who lives in Georgia knows what our license plate looks like right now. It looks terrible. Josh described it in the past as like a middle school art project. It has these pumpkins, the, like the sunset. It looks terrible. pumpkins. It they looks look ter- like pumpkins. Oh, they're, they're they do. They're, pe- they're peaches. They're obviously peaches because yeah, it's the peach are. state. But it looks terrible, and we, it looks even worse on an old car. I don't know if we mentioned that. But, but yeah, period correct license plate is the way to go on an old car. It looks, it looks smooth. That sounds like something that... Pretty much only we could get away with in Georgia. I feel like there's you a might lot of right. other states out there that would be like, you know, no, have, you got to buy the new. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have noticed. New. We have there's a there is a license plate for everything. There is, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what kind of ticks me off though is the license plates for University out, of out Alabama. Out of yeah, 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 no, that's not okay. I'm like, no, don't be doing that. I mean, I get it. You know, you went to Alabama and maybe, you live in Georgia. Maybe one state. Are you a real fan? You don't live in Alabama anymore? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. I've always thought that was weird. but Well, anyway, the, the period correct license plate, I don't know if it's a thing or not. Tim's, he was shaking his head like it is a thing, and maybe I'm just missing out on that. But You don't see it, it a lot. It, lo- it looks cool. It looks cool. Like, it's just weird to have an old car with a brand new middle school art project license plate on it. It looks, it doesn't fit. Yeah, our license plates are are really ridiculous for sure. But yeah, that was it. It was cool. I liked it. Okay, so that's going to wrap up episode one. We want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, Tim gave us the rundown on DIY pest control. And this is our first episode. This is going to be a constantly evolving project. Uh, the three of us have years of DIY experience that we'd love to share with you guys and you know, also just, you know, talk about what's going on in our lives in general. Um, so please subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Um, follow us on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook and you can subscribe on YouTube. Um, and that's going to be it. We'll see you next time. 